0: Hi, this is Carolyn Bradfield, and you're listening to Convey's MicroCast audio series. This is Carolyn Bradfield with Convey Services, and we are the organization that's producing the industry's largest virtual trade show and event called Cloud Conventions, kicking off May 11th through the 14th. And with me today, um, doing appropriate social distancing, is one of our speakers, John Arnold. So thank you for joining me today and say hi to the audience.
1: Okay, hello, everybody. Uh, And yes, this is John Arnold. So thank you, Carolyn, for uh, first of all, inviting me to be part of your event and uh, doing this video segment. And uh, just to be on the record, folks, uh, we're more than social distance. Uh, in here, uh, I'm in Toronto, Canada, and you're in Tampa, Florida. So, I don't think anything's going to happen in between.
0: Yes, we um, we took social distancing to a new um, to a new height here. <laughs> so, um, and and you know that brings up kind of the um, environment that we all find ourselves in, which is this virtualized environment that um, is requiring us to work from home, manage our customers remotely, and you know, talk to clients and prospects but before we get to that um, John one of the things that um, makes you a really compelling speaker at this show is the fact that you are an industry analyst um, you attend a lot of shows you analyze the trends that the industry is engaged in so why don't you give us a little bit about your background so everybody understands the context that you'll be coming to at the show Sure, sure,
1: Carolyn. So analysts are a bit of a a, a, a bit of a kind of focused breed. There's not a lot of us out there, but technology analysts generally, we follow the trends in the industry. And in this case, my focus is on collaboration uh, uh, technologies and digital transformation. So I look at the impact of communications technologies like voice and video uh, and, and text-based apps as well on the workplace. How does that impact the way work gets done, the way organizations uh, work in teams, uh, that kind of thing. And we follow uh, the trends at a pretty pretty high level because there's so many of them. It used to be you could just be a, a voice or a telephony analyst and all you looked at were phone systems or all you looked at were video systems, but today, Everything is kind of mashed together, so when we think about things like collaboration, there's a term we use called unified communication. It's the way companies, the vendors go to market with these integrated solutions, and this is what the channels are trying to sell to their customers. It's a way of doing everything in one place, having all of these tools in one interface, one consistent experience, and there's a lot of value for that. And so we have to follow all these technologies, uh, you know, the, all these modes, And then you've got to think about things like uh, mobility. You've got to think about the cloud. You have to think about what's coming with things like AI and Internet of Things. This is kind of where the, you know, this is on the far edge of the curve. But these things are happening now in small pieces. So the the world is always moving in technology. It never stands still. So uh, the hardest part of our job is to really pick a niche that we're pretty good at and stay with it because it will just keep changing. So we bring value by kind of knowing what's happening in the bigger picture. And so when analysts like me come to events like yours, we're kind of that overall perspective about what's happening. So you know we're, we're not gonna just talk about one technology or one company, but rather what's the market trend looking like, what do you have to do in your business, with these technologies, and of course, what's the business opportunity for those channels to bring these technologies to market.
0: Well, what's interesting about the time that we find ourselves in is that oftentimes trends happen over a longer period of time so let's take the advent of the cloud it didn't just all of a sudden snap and happen it was a progressive event but today we were thrown almost immediately into a new reality when we had to virtualize our workforce as we all had to go home on lockdown i think most every state other than maybe 10 or 11 are on on full lockdown. So how does this impact your job as an analyst with, with the acceleration of the change happening so rapidly?
1: Well, you know, we're used to it because disruptions like this happen all the time. When new technologies or events come up to kind of just change the landscape overnight, you kind of have to shift gears. Sometimes you have to drop what you're doing and say, okay, this is what's happening right now. We've got to find out what's, what we need to know to make sense of it all. So the with obviously with the, with the pandemic, it's forced us into this mode. We weren't ready for, we never are. And now we have to say, okay, how do we adapt? Now, there are people such as myself who are home-based. It's not much of a change. But for businesses, it's a big impact, of course. And I think the US Bureau of Labor stats say that I think about 60% of the overall workforce could work from home. And only a fraction of that is happening now. So what's happening with this pandemic is kind of imposed on us all. This is a sign of what's coming. And we're really kind of just at the very early stages of what remote work is going to look like. Because if we come through this in a way that the businesses survive, the employees get, are, can stay productive working from home, then the, the business leaders are gonna say, you know what, this is maybe more than just a passing trend that we had to kind of knee jerk our way into, and say, you know what, we could probably do this on a broader scale full time. And so this is gonna cause new organizational structures to emerge and kind of workflow processes to emerge, ways of training, um, motivating, incenting employees to work. And there's pluses on both sides. There's pluses for the business owners and decision makers. There's also pluses for the workers. You know, you get into situations where people are contract workers. They might be managing two or three things just to get by. Working from home is actually a good way for them to manage everything they're doing. And uh, it's gonna give rise to new models for how we engage and, and kind of what defines work. You know, got to get a, we're gonna to have to get away from this traditional desk-based, office-based model. Some jobs will have to stay that way. But I, I think this is gonna be a positive thing that accelerates some of this evolution, because now we have to adapt. And that's actually when the best things end up happening. It's, I think back to the space race, I'm dating myself a bit, but we never would have put a man on the moon if we didn't have pressure from the Russians to kind of beat us to it. And when you are forced to do something that you didn't really have in your mind, you find the best way to do it and you come up with a solution. And that's what's going to come out of this because we have to separate and be distant and all that. So we have to find a way to make this work until this pandemic passes. And we will. I, there's lots of examples of it where it's kind of working out better than we thought it would. And your event is a great example of that, I think.
0: Yeah, another great example, I mean, you know, you point back to the space race, and I'm, you know, that that dates me as well. I remember that quite well. But the other event specifically that I remember was 9 11 when um, the planes hit the trade towers, everything was grounded, and all of a sudden people discovered a conference call as a new mechanism to talk to their workforce in the field, to to do virtual sales calls, and to adopt an entirely new collaborative management strategy that they had never done before. So I think you're right, um, we will have to adjust and oftentimes I think things will end up being more advanced and better, it will just be at an accelerated pace. Uh, One of the things that we are focused on at this particular event is the theme of getting business back on track. And in my mind, no group of people are more important to that mission than uh, sales agents, managed services providers, bars, and the vendors in the telecommunications and cloud industry. Talk a little bit about what you see their role in, in being in terms of helping their customers readjust
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's very easy to think that all of us are knowledge workers and we are, you know, we're, 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 we're well-versed in all the tools and applications, but most workers are, are, are not, you know, they, they, they know how to do their jobs, but what they're finding is that a lot of the tools that they have, there's still a lot of kind of what we call legacy tools in the marketplace of you know uh landline phones uh slow internet um standalone applications you know you have fax over here you might have your even a photocopier believe it or not or 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 uh, i'm just thinking of different pieces in different places you might do video over here they're not integrated pieces today i mentioned unified communications earlier when you can bring all of these tools under one umbrella you can be much more productive on many levels. And businesses don't really normally think like that, but when you bring these technologies to the market and make them easy to use, people are starting to discover this just by what we're doing here with Zoom. You know, three weeks ago, I'm sure the majority of people who are using Zoom now every day had never heard of Zoom. And look how fast they adapted to it, right? And again, some of it was out of necessity, but it also speaks to the technology being well-designed. And as long as technology can be intuitive like this, that's how it's gonna help get these businesses going again because technology has traditionally been kind of complicated, hard to use, and we still see it in the marketplace, right? But the reason why companies like Zoom have been so successful is because they've made it simple and easy to use. And this is one of the big lessons that tech companies have been learning you know, largely because Steve Jobs set the bar so high with Apple, make it easy to use, make it relatable to regular people. And that's what you need, especially when people start working from home more and more, they're gonna be kind of on their own. They won't be able to just uh, go, go down the hallway and get a, a, an IT person to come and help them. They kind of have to f- have to figure it out. Um, sometimes our kids will do it for us, but otherwise it's like, okay, I don't want to have to spend time learning a whole new thing here. So the vendors and the channels for that matter, their job, they're in a good spot to kind of help bring those simple, easy to use solutions to the market because we're not really, we're kind of past the point where we're worried about the technology challenges of making these things work. So in other words, it used to be really difficult to do a phone call or a voice call over the web like with Skype or like what we're doing here. That used to be a big deal. Now we don't even think about it. Doing video is just one or two clicks and it works. It wasn't like this five or 10 years ago. You had to call IT, you had to schedule a, a technical appointment, all that stuff, not anymore. So we're, we're living in what we call a very user-centric environment where it's basically click, it works. When the technology is that easy to use, All those problems go away and people can focus on doing their jobs. And that's a really good thing. So I think that's a really strong message for the channels to get out to their customers and say, hey, you've seen it on Zoom from working at home. All these other tools are just as easy to use and your employees are really gonna thrive when they start using them. And I think that's a really good message to be sending to the market. Frictionless, I think you've mentioned that word before too. Easy, one click, two clicks, and you and you're doing all these wonderful things that used to take a lot of effort with downloads right and getting permission all these things now it's just you get on you do it it works and the quality look at this call we're doing here yeah. this quality of experience is really high you know our we are just to show we're walking and talking so to speak in real time our hands aren't blurring right the audio isn't out of sync with the video We're taking it for granted. We're not even thinking about it. But this used to be the Mount Everest of this technology. We're past it now. So now when the technology kind of is transparent, it's kind of in the background, that's where it should be. And now we're just communicating. We're not thinking, we're not worried about, oh, I'm not talking loud enough. Can you hear me? Can you see me? No, it's just there. That's when we're in a good place with this technology and then let people just do their jobs. That's, That's a good space.
0: Yeah, I think the other discussion that the channel needs to be considering is all of the technology tools that are needed are already on the market. The real conversation is around business process. Um, What are you gonna use, do with that technology? For example, um, a lot of contact centers um, who can't be in their brick and mortar environments are having to change their business processes to incorporate uh, work from home agents. So then the question becomes, you know, how do you um, keep them motivated, connected, supervised, etc.? Because in a typical call center, you would have a supervisor walking behind them, and you can't do that anymore. So aside from um, just knowing that we've got this technology out here, I think the channel needs to understand and, and help consult on the processes that a company can use to deploy that technology to achieve the business, the result that, that they're looking for. Would you agree with that?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I I think there's a really good opportunity here, and it's it's actually going to be essential because uh, with everything now being software based, with being cloud based, you know the channels are really not in the hardware business anymore, and moving to the you know what we call the SaaS model, right? Software as a service, where everything is sold uh, on a subscription basis, right? It's a different model where they have this, you know, M- MRR is the big term, of course, that they live and die by now, monthly recurring revenue. So they need to find, um, they're not going to get those big chunks of money up front when they sell, you know, a, a whole truckload of phone systems or servers or whatever. So they need to find other revenues and other, you know, value opportunities to bring. And this idea of consult, helping consult a new kind of the workplace of the future, so to speak, that there's a lot of room there to add value because now when you start pushing into, as you say, how do you make your processes more efficient, you're focusing, you're turning your focus away from not so much how to make your phones work, but more like how do you make all of these pieces work well together to, to do better things, bigger things that you couldn't do before with what we call a distributed workforce, right? When everyone's in different places, how do you bring them together and make them feel part of a team and part of a process? So that that's that, that's a solution that these tools really can help with. But there is that, as you're right, that consulting need for someone to walk a company through and say, here's what you've got to set up to, to do this. And so obviously when you're like a managed services provider, you can provide a lot of those uh, capabilities. You know, you start thinking about uh, connectivity you, you, know, you get, have to worry about things like uh, uh, backup, uh, business continuity, for example, and disaster recovery. There's all these adjunct services that go beyond just communications and workflows. And that's where there's a, you know, you know, a broader opportunity for these channels. But this is an entry point, right? Get those day-to-day operations going well, and you can kind of add, build on to that with these other things that are all connected once everything's in the cloud.
0: Yeah, so one of the process changes that you refer to that's a necessity right now is the ability to produce an event like we're doing at cloud conventions because the capacity to do a live event doesn't exist today. And I do believe it might redefine how live events are executed. Um, they're going to probably have to add a virtualized component to it um, just based on um, people's fears of the health risk of travel, crowding in in tight spaces, et cetera. So in this particular event, um, we're changing business process in the way people consume information. So um, someone like you um, and other of our speakers uh, may not have had an opportunity to be at Channel Partners or do a session or have everybody look at it. So we have the opportunity to showcase you live So if they have that opportunity to see you um, and the point of time, they will. But also we have the opportunity because it's a content platform to not only view your event in a recorded environment, but also get a taste of your content. So we have um, videos and articles and blogs um, about things that you've written um, relative to the industry that they can go explore so they can see more of a taste test of how you followed the industry over time and um, some of that content so we've gotten a taste today of what you're going to be talking about which is the trends the virtualization of the workforce Uh, why don't you leave us with a final thought about what people can expect from you at cloud conventions to get them pumped up and ready to come and just as a reminder to everybody attendance is free so and you have an opportunity to see John um, and others in 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 progress. So give us some some final thoughts on what they can expect.
1: Yeah sure thanks Carolyn. So I think the first thing to expect is um, an experience that's going to feel very intuitive that you know you can drop in and drop out of a session uh, as long as there's interest there and my job of course is to keep you glued to your seats and to your desktops when i when i speak so what i'll be getting to is this idea about the remote work environment is a real good opportunity on many levels and my my job is really to tell you what i see in terms of a the technologies that are making this happen now and also what it's going to mean for the relationship between what goes on in the office and what goes on outside the office and what that's getting to is not just the fact that the technologies we have now make it really very viable to work from home in almost any setting, but how this ties right through the whole value chain of an organization. What I mean by that is supply chains in any line of business are really, really important. And these work from home environments, as long as you are connected and it's all by, it's all through broadband to the cloud, When you can start really realizing how you can be touching every point along a value chain with these technologies, this is more than just, I work from home and I do my job. You work in a way that helps the business connect to its entire uh, ecosystem very seamlessly. And that's something that couldn't have been possible a few years ago. So the impact of you working from home, you may feel like, oh, I'm home, no one can see me, you know, you're insignificant. No, you are, in fact, very much in real time. And this is an important part of it. Why, you know, I so I think my message there is to show that workers can actually feel more important, more energized when they have the right tools. If they have crappy tools, you know, then no one's going to pay attention to them. But they can be just as effective at home as they can at work. And that's going to lead to new ways of working. And I'll try to talk a bit about that as well. So I think there's a lot to be excited about I think at this event and I'm I know I'm just one stream of many that so will be speaking. And uh you know my, my my job is to really show you you know the bigger picture that analysts we see every day and and pushing to the channel say hey you guys have a good opportunity here and I'll tell you why.
0: Well I think it's going to be a very interesting session especially because it's high level from an analyst point of view. And so I want to leave my audience with this. Um, Cloud Conventions kicks off May 11th and runs through May the 14th. That's Monday through Thursday. Um, Registration is open. Uh, John's event is actually online, so you can register for the event. It will actually place um, the meeting on a personalized calendar that you'll have in your dashboard and add it to your personal calendar. Um, Whether you use Outlook or iCal or Gmail, you'll be able to do it um, there as well. So um, this is Carolyn Bradfield and John Arnold saying um, thank you for listening to the podcast or the video that we just did. And we welcome and look forward to seeing you may at Cloud Conventions. So goodbye. Okay. And we will see you. We will see you. Exactly right. All right. Thank you. This is Carolyn Bradfield, and you've been listening to our microcast series and our Convey Channel Partner Program.